money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's good because this is the show where we talk uh, about hard issues around money. We've got a very special guest with us today, and it's a guest that hasn't been on the show before. So we're going to keep you in suspense for all of you who are like, "Wait a minute!" There, uh, yeah, yeah, we just like that suspense part. So if you haven't been in suspense before, then you can be in suspense a lot more by listening to one of our archive shows. Uh, I don't on, know if it works that way. Well, anyway, go ahead. I have to work it into the. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. You just do your magic. Okay, there. so so <laughs> to all you who are listening, you would not believe how many times I get emails or comments saying, "I don't know where to get your show," <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I, I say it at the beginning of every, every show, show. More than enough. Ca. So go there. That's the best place to go. You can check out the website and you can." find all of the blogs, all of the shows. And if you can't find it on the website, let me know, because then we'll we'll solve that problem with our webmaster and we'll make it more obvious. But, you know, there's chri.ca. If you're listening on Friday mornings, you'll hear us on Friday mornings. Um, notmine.ca. Again, if you've heard the show, you know, we have a re- regular guest in Ray Borg, who's with uh, Financial Discipleship Canada, and they host the show on, on that. And then, of course, there's your favorite podcasting platform we're on spotify itunes tune in you know, all of those okay and you know what i'm thinking those people who say that to you probably don't have children because all i have to do in my house is yell where would i find this on the internet and they'd find it for me sure. within five minutes mm-hmm. anyway that is just a yeah go. that's good i'm glad so you go. say this over and over again well you know you, know, so. you want to make sure anyway so this morning i'm going to introduce you to destiny because there's a story about destiny coming to more than enough and destiny is our lead in our tax department and if you listen to our ads last year at all you heard us advertising almost for the at least six months for someone to come as a lead because we julie jackson is is still doing mortgage work she's still doing some some tax work but um she didn't uh she was moving on Mm -hmm. in other other things in her life and we just so appreciated julie and then we started praying and asking the lord who's the right person and 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 do we even keep a tax department and how do we do this and let me tell you destiny destiny just say hello for a minute Hello, everybody. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for being here this morning. We're going to get Destiny to share her story about how she came to more than enough today, and we're going to talk a little about taxes. Uh, maybe to maybe not too much today, but but next week for sure, Bron's going to be here as well. But um, one thing was amazing. We were praying for someone to come to more than enough to to lead our tax department. And we would pray with our prayer team. We listen to the Lord and, and we're like, nobody, not very few people were inquiring about it. And we were just, oh man. But also at the beginning of the year, now that I've told you her name, that her name is Destiny, one of the things we realized at the beginning of 2020, we got, we, 
we were praying together with some of our team and we just sensed that as a business, as um, Dave and Rabbit more than enough, we're contending for people's destinies, for purpose, for calling. That's part of what we do. We want to see people aligned in their finances so they can fulfill the purpose of God. That's you guys. That's who we're talking to. So on the screen, and I actually still have the little note right in front of me on the screen. I put a little note that says contending for destiny. Well, then in the fall, we actually meet destiny. She comes and the rest is history. And I'm in Dave's office one day and he goes, Reb, Look at the little note you put down. You said that we were contending for destiny. Little did we know we were actually contending for the person destiny to get to our tax department. So- don't you don't you just love how God has like multiple meanings in that and and you know we're thinking one way and God's going no no actually practically you need to pray that so that destiny gets, gets she's here. a real person right so <laughs> welcome to the show destiny we're glad you're a real person. <laughs> Thank you very much a real person. Yes, very much. I, now, I asked Destiny to share some scripture. We always share scripture at the beginning, and I asked her to share some of her favorite scriptures. And I don't know, Destiny, do you have them memorized already? or I do not. They're in my my daily journal. Well, you know what? That's okay. There, I didn't mean that to shame you or anything. But I love one of the ones you share was Romans five verse five, and I I love that section Romans five verses one to five in particular because those were the verses the Lord gave us when our daughter Hope, who is now eighteen, um, gave us when she was born. So I was particularly alert to that. So I just want to read a couple of the ones that have meaning for destiny, and then we're going to get into hearing her story. Um, Romans 5 verse 5 says in the Amplified, such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. And then she has another one from Jeremiah 31 3. The Lord appeared from of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, have I drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. And Destiny, why do those verses have such meaning for you? I'm going to start with the latter one. It really has profound, and I closed my eyes while you were reading it, is because so many times in life we can find ourselves, like you guys said earlier, contending, praying earnestly in extended seasons, it may seem like, for situations, for change, uh, for growth, for advancement, whether in our health and our finances and our families, whatever it is. And sometimes that delay can really bring about hopelessness. And the enemy has a very toxic way of during that waiting time of making you feel as if, well, you know, this isn't happening because you're not loved or God doesn't really love you. All of the lies that he will tell. But every time I go back to that scripture, it it not just confirms who I am and whose I am, but it affirms my position in his kingdom that, that God loves me and that love is an everlasting love. Nothing, no circumstance, no situation can change that. And so much so that he draws me and continues to draw me in with his faithful kindness. So it means everything to me. And Romans 5, 5 specifically 
also is an affirming word for me, especially now in this time that regardless of the situations and the circumstances around you, as long as I keep my hope rooted in God and in his faithfulness and in his promises, I will never be disappointed. So the world and the circumstances may seem disappointing to me, but God will never disappoint me. Wow. That that's I I I can, I'll just let you talk for the next twenty minutes, Destiny. <laughs> it's like you're just like this fountain of water. I I do love listening to you, but what a, you know I'm thinking of even the people who are listening, or the um the, the people who are listening, or our clients who are maybe have been asking the Lord about their finances and they are feel like they've been asking for a long time and they they maybe are feeling like you just said that there's like y- y- the enemy gets at us and says well there's no hope who did god say that he's going to listen to you you know maybe he's not maybe you have to figure it out on your own and i just i just i think that that people do feel that way and that's a beautiful word to all of us that we are loved. And if we can keep that at the forefront, you know, sh- I'm sure none of us really want to be in a pandemic and mm-hmm. lockdown and, and all of the things that are happening. But in the midst of it, we can know that he won't disappoint and that he is our love and that he is hearing us and that we have intimacy with him. And I think when we talk about the heart issues around money, that's in fact what my heart is in talking about it, because we can ha- give you all the practical tips, which is what we are going to talk about next week, because you're going to help us understand how to do our tax taxes and keep on that. But you know that there's very practical things we need to do. But but at the foundation is knowing that we're loved and that we can walk with God intimately. So. And I think they uh, and just going to jump in here. They the the. You know, the heart of more than enough if, if we're introducing destiny to all of you who are listening, but we're also reinforcing the, the, that there is a, there is a, um, shall I say a significant link between, uh, what happens in our money stories and what happens with money and, and, and how we relate to the Lord. And, and that's the heart of, of why, why we do a podcast, what we do at more than enough. And destiny fits right into that heart in the sense of saying, you know, when we get to know you and we're continuing to get to, to know you, Destiny is, and, and I want you to, while, while I'm setting you up here, you can be just sharing your heart a little bit, what you, what you have, but our heart at more than enough is to, to see that money, that, that those, those, uh, I'm going to say money issues removed between you and your relationship with the Lord, with your relationship with your spouse, with your relationship with the world around you. Uh, and so just just allowing uh, and and here's where I'm going to pass it over to you, Destiny. You know, share a little bit your heart around well, why would you join a team where that's that's our mission, right? Like, well, what has attracted you to to more than enough, and how that relates to you? Absolutely. One of the main things when I I finally was introduced with I call it my my vision was clear. One of the main things was your motto, which is hope, hope for today and freedom. And by way of the organization, another a nonprofit, Restoring Life Outreach, who introduced me to More Than Enough, because I'd really never heard of it. 
Um, they told me about the ad that had been running. I'd been praying about it, didn't really give it much thought. But as I gave it attention in my mind's eye and the Holy Spirit just started to connect dots, even to some things before my time here, I, I come from a strong financial background with nonprofits and with charities and with churches um, in various capacities, accounting, finance manager, financial analyst, as well as financial controller. And for quite some time, I always held on to the word that God gave me when he called me into ministry, that none of the skills that he would allow me to have would be wasted, but they would all be used for the kingdom's purpose and no longer just used directly in the marketplace as I was working, which is there's nothing wrong with marketplace, but he was now shifting my life to something more meaningful to really pour into people as opposed to operating solely for a paycheck that was just going to me. And though doing in ministry and assisting people here in, in Canada and everything, I just kept on feeling there's more. I still have so much wealth of knowledge and so much expertise and skills to share. And I didn't feel as if I was getting that real reach, but I didn't know what it was going to look like until that friend of mine, by way of that nonprofit, shared the ad and I prayed about it eventually. And she kept on, she, she was relentless. She didn't let up. She kept on, no, you need to call them. I'm going to send your resume. I said, no, no, wait, wait. And it was and she one send your resume. I didn't know she said to advance. And I don't, I don't know why I hesitated. I think when you've been praying for something for so long, but it's coming maybe in a route that does not look familiar, especially when something is foreign. I, the company, the organization, MTE, was foreign to me. I didn't know the foundation, the people. I didn't even give it time to say, let me at least Google. And I'm a very researching person. But one day the Holy Spirit really just arrested me and sat me down and began to show me from that point where he shifted, transitioned my life into ministry, what he said. And now more than 10 years later, showing me what you're doing now, which is great, but what I'm really trying to do for kingdom effectiveness. And they don't see this as, as I was seeing it, you're just going to be doing some finance, something behind a computer. But no, I need you to see this as it is, which is you're going to be ministering to people, not just the practicality of their need, but from helping them to now rebuild and have restored the foundation of the treasure that I've entrusted to them and, and the, uh, the need to be faithful in stewardship, not just individuals, but corporations, nonprofits, charities, whoever you are, and reminding them of my word that says you must render to Caesar what, what is Caesar's, reminding them of Romans 13 that says that we are to pay our taxes in verse 6. So reminding them from not your thoughts, not your experience, but the foundation of what the word of God says and bringing, it's amazing, Restoring Life Outreach, their motto is hope and healing to all people. And when I saw more than enough, when I truly saw it now, the eyes of my understanding were open, the veil was removed. <laughs> and I saw, I saw that motto. I said, oh God, I'm so sorry. I have been so stagnant just because I couldn't see it. Then I called my friend. I said, okay, I'm giving you access. I'm giving you authorization to send it. But before you do, I need you to just pray again and follow the peace in your heart of the Holy Spirit. And since I have came to more than enough, it has truly been, yes, we do the practical aspect of executing the work, but it is ministry to really see the light 
come on in people's heart to to see them just liberated from the yoke and the fear that they've been under of taxes and all the other financial components. So it was a delayed process. And when I heard the story of how you guys had been contending and knowing the things I had been through within that same type of time frame, I said, God, truly, it's amazing how you work because they have been contending for my life in more ways than just needing somebody to come for this particular assignment. So I am so grateful. God is continuously amazing. He continues to amaze me. Yeah, uh, Destiny, I'm just, as you're speaking, I'm thinking of all the I, I mean, maybe our listeners don't know, but every Friday afternoon, there's a few of us who gather over over uh, Zoom or whatever, and we pray for, for an hour together for issues that arise up more than enough for clients, for, for this program, and how many weeks we prayed for you to come. And uh, it was, there were some moments, and you would appreciate this. Um, some of uh, us are quite unique in how we pray. And one of the women literally called you forth. It was, uh, I can't, I can't remember what day it was, but, um, maybe I should have written it down. I, you know, you just don't, aren't always aware, but I do remember her praying for you to come forth, even though we didn't know it was you. So I, yeah, I just am, I'm really grateful to the Lord for bringing you and how you have that ability for pastoral care. So I know, um, I know that some people when they say, Oh yeah, you do taxes. Well, I think the heart of what we do is, is for the people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you are listening and you ha- are behind a few years in your taxes, as we know, some people are for various reasons. We just ask you, you know what? Don't, don't let the shame or embarrassment of those thoughts keep you from calling us or mm-hmm. calling destiny because you won't. I mean, we do our best. We're not perfect, but we do our best not to put shame on anybody. And your story is what it is. And you're at where you're at. And like Destiny said at the beginning, you know what? We are coded with the loving kindness. It's his loving kindness that draws us. And we can rely on God's faithfulness, no matter whatever mess we are in, even in our taxes. So anyway, I just want to encourage listeners with that for a minute. So. What? Yeah. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, do you have a? Okay. I was just going to say. I mean, in the in the practical side side um, uh, of taxes, you know what we found, and and destiny, you, you can confirm that as well. But often, the hardest part about talking about taxes and dealing with taxes is actually just getting it started, having a conversation in a place of safety. Um, it's confusing. Uh, you know, you, you, you know, CRA has a reputation of, yeah, I'm going to be on hold for eight hours. And then I'm going to get a person who, you know, I'm just kind of a number two. I'm the next person in the queue. And, uh, and that's a real experience for most of us. Right. I mean, so, you know, in that way, uh, you know, uh, and that's, that's, Part of the reason that, that we actually started the whole tax department, I won't go into that history, but and more than enough, we realized that so many people just simply are going, well, it's just easier to hang up on that phone call and, and carry on with life because why would I subject myself to, to that phone call? And so, you know, for those of you that might be listening to say, you know, yeah, been there, done that, don't want to wait on hold again. Well, uh, let's just have a let's just sit down and see what it looks like again there, there's so many uh i love that scripture talks about it uh paying to caesar what is caesar's 
in the context of actually it's it's good for us um and and you know jesus is basically saying listen you know caesar's going to be here caesars are always here give them but but let's turn our hearts toward the the father and uh you know maybe it's the dave interpretation but i look at that and i say and you know is is avoiding or or not giving to caesar then actually going to affect me turning to the father I'll just lay that one out. I won't answer that question. <laughs> but, but you know, again, we don't That's want... That's a loaded to, comment. It is. Yeah, uh, anyway. And I'm not going to let Destiny uh, even comment on that. But, but I sometimes think these, when you read these scripture and you go, why would Jesus, like, why would he address that? In the context of relationship with the Father, is there a connection between, and we know that with money, Jesus clearly says, you can't serve both. You can't serve God. You can't serve money. There, there is a connection between our relationship with the Father and how we relate to money. I'm just saying that maybe I'm reading a little bit into no, that. No, I so. don't think you're that far off base. But Destiny, can you, you know, what would you say to some people who are listening who maybe are behind in their taxes or who are overwhelmed with their taxes in this season? What would you say to them? Um, starting with something that, that Dave just said, I would say that that fear, um, it is real. I certainly, when I speak with folks and they do express, I haven't filed in 5, 10, 12 years. The, the first thing you hear really isn't the fact that this is just a negligent, intentionally negligent person, someone who just doesn't care or intentionally gave no regard to the obligations that or upon them as a citizen or as a resident. No, this is someone who went through some life circumstances and situations one way or the other. Things happened. And in the scheme of things, their priorities got shifted. So it wasn't an intentional thing, but then that fear does creep in because when your mind lends to it, it is real. The fear is real. It is very debilitating. And I've seen it to a level where it even begins to affect people's health. And the fear really only comes from that position of not knowing what is going to be said or not knowing what the process is going to be, not knowing what the outcome is going to be when they do pick up that call after I have been waiting for about 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Are they going to throw the book at me? So because of that uncertainty, we allow ourselves to come into a place of fear. And the first thing that I try to do in that is I do step into that pastoral care role that you mentioned, because in that moment, me speaking to you about your financial matters and and the steps we need to take strategically won't help you because that fear is still present and that fear is going to now adjust the way you hear what I'm saying and 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 what you're going to lean into with the words because it's like a cage now in encasing you and you won't be able to think clearly you won't be able to see clearly from a from a healthy perspective so we attack the fear initially so that I can affirm you and give you affirmation knowing that this is okay to have this. It's not right in the eyes of the government. They really do want you to report every year. But now that we're in this position, let's not spend excessive time talking about the position you're in. Let's now tackle and bring down this wall and this veil of fear that that's really kind of crippling you and, and give you the hope that you need that there are strategic steps that we now can take to begin this process and and come out of this place. So for some people, it feels like a hole. Come out of this hole where you can see the light of day again. And 
the first step of that, like I said to somebody the other day, the first step of that progression pathway is the fact that they did reach out to more than enough, or they're willing to, let's make this call together, or they make the call themselves in certain circumstances. That first step, we will celebrate that because in doing that, we're now going to chip at this wall that is trying to just blindside you and think that you're a bad person, you intentionally did wrong, and all the other lies that the enemy brings at us. We're going to dispel that fear and begin to make step by step, even the little steps, but the little steps are going to lead to the progress of you no longer being under the weight of those taxes not being done, of this not being filed and that not being filed. And what I've found with some people, they come to realize very quickly, just making the first step as the prodigal son did, just making that first step to turn the situation around, it in itself is so emancipating. And it gets lighter and it gets lighter. And when they make the call and send the emails and we have those discussions, it dispels some of the trepidation that they had mentally that they end up saying, oh, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it would have been. So therein again, hope, hope arises and the light begins to shine through. So the first thing for me, I do, let's tackle this thing called fear. Because as I'm communicating within you and giving you options, if fear is still present to the level that it is at when we first meet, it's going to really affect you from receiving the good that I'm trying to share with you and to see that light of hope. Wow. Yeah, and I'm going to jump in with a story because, uh, you know, uh, we're coming to the end of the show and I always like to share the story. But, um, you know, one of the clients that we had come to us, um, they it, it was an interesting it was just an interesting thing to observe from the outside. I'm not the tax person. So, uh, you know, they came originally to to me and said, Dave, we're, you know, we're a single income family. Uh, we, you know, we have these things that we want to do. And, and they were trying to figure out the, you know, kind of their, the whole financial piece. So we, we went through the process of, of the initial assessment and seeing, you know, let's get the big picture. And of course, found out that, uh, you know, for whatever reason, hadn't done their taxes for, I think, four or five years. But in the interim, they'd had two children. Um, and oh, yeah. those, of course, hadn't been reported to CRA. Uh, but I'm going to keep the story relatively short. We went through the process and step number one was, Let's figure out your taxes. Let's get it done. He was self-employed. There'd been a job transition. There were, as I said, two kids that were, were born. Um, so we, we figured it out. We went through the process. And in the end, the debt that they actually came to me to address and said, you know, how do we deal with this? Because we're, we're in, in distress around the debt. We actually were able to address by doing their taxes. They got tax they got refunds. They got child tax benefit that was four years incoming. Uh, we were able to create a, a month over month spending plan that they could actually live and afford because now they had child tax benefit coming in, whereas before they didn't. Um, uh, and and it, it totally transformed their 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 financial life. And and I'll say this: uh, they're they're a young, smart couple. Like you know, again the. Um, I can't even speak to why the taxes weren't done. Uh, there, there's a lot of, of that. But the, the reality was, is, is it was like, wow, we walked through the process with them simply to, to start that ball rolling. And, and this is, of course, we always love the, the great stories that end like that. But just recognizing that sometimes the hardest part is that first step is to, to actually go, you know what? Um, 
this is what we need to do. Let's, uh, and, and I had that ability as someone from the outside to come in and say, listen, we've got debt here. Yep. We've got to, you know, we, there's, you know, we need to look at the budget and the cash flow and all that. But first, let, let's address this compliance piece. And by doing that, we actually were able to, to address a whole bunch of other stuff. So again, just recognizing that, uh, you know, those are, we love those stories. Those are great stories. And, and we'll end with that. Right. I, yeah. I, Destiny, we're just so grateful you were on the show. We're going to do another show with you and Braun. So we're going to hear again from you next week. So we just want to thank you for being here today. And, um, and you're just inspiring to listen to. So I just want to encourage you, if you want to have a conversation with Destiny, that you can um, uh, just contact our office. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email and uh, go to our website that way too, and we'll get you in touch with her. So Lord, uh, at the end of the show, we just want to pray your blessing mm-hmm. on Destiny and Braun and Debbie at our office as the tax season ramps up. And we want to pray your blessing on the people who are listening um, as they tackle um, the ins and outs and the paperwork and the documentation needed to comply with CRA's expectations this year in a time when it has, there might be a lot more questions um, that we have because of the pandemic. So Lord, we just ask for your grace and your knowledge and your wisdom to be upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great. Well, thanks again, Destiny. And thank you for listening. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.